Saturday, May 30th, Group C and D, Session 1. In Gaia House. In Gaia House. Whoever wishes to So I guess I want to start by saying that um, my practice has changed since I was at Min in January, February. Um, it's quite amazed, my experience beginning here versus the first couple of weeks there. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that. It feels important to me to recognize um, I was so overwhelmed with thinking, having been accustomed to just going back to an object. Mm -hmm. This different model was just overwhelming and um, lost in the aversion and then the aversion to the aversion. <laughs> and there's still thinking, um, and some of it of an unwholesome, not useful nature, but none of the rest is there. ตัวเชื่อมโยงต่อบรอจูชีเราก็เราตัวไอ้มาตัวอาตมุยังเปลี่ยนมาเลยที่มาอาตมุอะไรนี่มาอาตมุอะไรยังนั่นตัวเรื
You don't have to do anything to it. I mean, when you say how do you work with it, it suggests that you think that if you did something in the right way, it would go away. But there's nothing to do. It's there. You watch it. You learn from it. That's all. When we have a desire for anything to happen, a lot, like I need to get back in time. <coughs> so the stronger that desire, the more the anxiety because of the if we understand this connection that it's the desire to get somewhere quickly and not knowing whether we can make it that's causing the anxiety Sierra says then we can he says we can choose to do something quickly if we want without the the desire that, or the anxiety maybe you do need to hurry like let's not use the word hurry you need to have speed um, but you can just have speed without the, the the you know the excess like leaving, well whether you can get there in time is um, well it will happen if it doesn't not if it doesn't but you can still speed up not that all and then what happened and and if you're late he said what does it matter <laughs> ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้ไอ้
feel all the contraction and the and and they recovered quickly. <laughs> 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 kind of didn't have a lot of residue. And when you recovered, yeah. how did the thoughts change? Were the thoughts different? Because when things um, when things settle down, we think that's it's over. We sort of like you've recovered. But Sarah says that's not the end of the learning. Um, we often watch defilements of any sort, unwholesome states of mind, and they eventually calm down or settle down. But we need to continue investigating service says we we've been noticing what the mind has been saying and feeling while there's anxiety what is the mind saying and do, think, feeling when there's no anxiety we need to continue to notice Sarah says, while there's anxiety, the mind has a lot of wrong thinking, a lot of um, you know, shoulds and should nots that may or may not be necessary because of anxiety. You know, it's clearly not going to be a skillful um, train of thought. That's why there's anxiety. And Sierra says, and then there's no anxiety. There's a different train of thought going on now. We want to see what that is. See whether in the, the calm state, what, would, what does the mind think in its calm state of what it might have been before? What does the mind think now? And um, Sierra says, sometimes we realize things from noticing these differences. And then we can use them in future. It's when we have the anxiety, when we have the unwholesome state in our mind, Sierra says, we, we can't think clearly, we can't see clearly. But when, when that unwholesome state is gone, the mind can see clearly. We want to notice that. He says more reasonable thinking is there, more understanding of cause and effect, right thinking, skillful, wise thinking. The view of things with anxiety and the view of things without anxiety is totally different. We want to notice that difference. That's how we learn. So think about the experience after the change in You don't have to bring up anything. Just notice what's in the mind at that time. It's, it's a natural change. You have anxiety, you recover the mind. As it, as it recovers, it still has thoughts. It's recovered, it still has thoughts. What are they? Sometimes, because, you know, when it changes from unwholesome to wholesome, he says the mind is, you know, wholesome means the mind is thinking rightly, you know, skillfully at that time. Um, we want to tune into that, recognize that as well. Mm. And we, then we see the difference between the two states. Mm. So, Sierra says, 
next time we, when we go for walks we shouldn't have too much green to walk too far very <laughs> 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 simple right Tara says we walk we walk too far and so there's anxiety about having to walk back the distance <laughs> Yeah, he says that we, we learn from these how to gauge for ourselves, you know, what, what we should do, how much we should do, and so on. Whatever we do. Yeah. I've got a similar one with um, indecision instead. Um, there's been a pattern that's seem to form with these obsessive loops of thinking, particularly with decisions. So with the idea of making a wise decision. <laughs> it's got um, this greater capacity now to look at the relative positives and negatives on both sides. Mm. So lots of information mm. but then it gets stuck and it just goes through thinking of but then there's this and there's that mm. and it can't weigh up mm. what's most important and this ends up coming into the meditation so I can then just sit and it just like falls into the hole of that decision again 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 mm. and then is it a life changing decision? they can be the tiniest decision <laughs> really <laughs> unimportant yeah, he says yeah, he says, but if we learn the principle of the lesson, you know, of the decision making from the little ones, then you can bring the the, the principle into the decision making of the bigger ones. This is the thing, it's with the principle. What are the principles? Let's see. Which is better, Sierra says. Which is better? Yes, which is the better decision? Do you have a sense of which is better? You've thought of what the pros and cons, mm-hmm. right? The benefits mm-hmm. and the harm. Mm-hmm. Which way is more in the balance of the benefits? Just literally sort of add up the weight of the benefits and just yeah. go with that no matter. What if you make a mistake you learn? You have to do something and you learn from that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
But he doesn't get anything done. <laughs> 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 consequences of following your greed and it doesn't get you anywhere usually so that gets it a bit complicated because sometimes you're just thinking of the consequences you don't really know the consequences exactly just do it and know it whatever you do even if it was a, a, a decision initiated by greed mm-hmm. just go in with awareness oh, greed has made this decision okay I'm doing it what is the consequence of that you want to be aware of it okay. and learn from that rather than hold back and, and oh, right. okay ซึ่งเดี๋ยวเดี๋ยวอเมริกามาเนี่ยที่ฮัสเดอร์ว่าอเมริกามาเนี่ยที่ฮัสเดอร์ว่าอเมริกามาเนี่ยที่ฮัส
There is no, uh, there is no mistake. Only lesson. It's a classic, no? Yes. Okay, I can go. Uh, so uh, <coughs> I've been meditating for for pretty many years and done done a lot of retreats uh, mm -hmm. and. Uh, sorry. No, just translate. Yeah. And um, so I. Uh, Usually, I, I'm, I have a pretty good aware, awareness in ordinary life. Mm, driving and reading and stuff like that. Yes. And, um, but when I'm sitting, usually I get a pretty energetic, tense, you know, like a shield inside the body. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Superman, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, uh, so I, usually it, I sit for 20 minutes and then it starts to get a little uncomfortable mm. and so on. Uh, but then I had a talk with uh, Alexis this morning mm. and, and we discussed about this and, and uh, so uh, he, he asked me, Did, have, you, have you asked any questions? Uh, and and I, um, I, did, I did ask questions about right attitude so I was like Okay, what's the mind feeling? Yeah, uh, am I, um, yeah, am I feeling comfortable? And try to mm -hmm. kind of assess this, this, uh, uh, what I, what the mind was doing, mm -hmm. but, in, but in a little, in, in kind of a arbitrary way or a little random way, mm -hmm. because I, I don't think I, I knew how to ask the questions correctly. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, yeah. But then we, we discussed and. and uh, so Alexis suggested that, that I would ask um, the question uh, um, what does the mind want in this situation? What is the mind wanting? Mm. And so I was sitting in a meditation hall and uh, after a meeting and I uh, asked this meeting and uh, asked this question. It was quite amazing, it was like, like mm. oof, you know. It was a total. Uh, it was it's the same experience, but it was much smoother, mm. much lighter, mm. and, and uh, so I, I, now I understood what um, we're trying to cultivate the quality of the mind, yeah. and that was like, oh, this is quality. Now I get it. <laughs> so so the, the the going from being kind of a little bit edgy quality, a little bit rough, ratching inside, and so. On. It kind of just lift it up like this. Something shifted. Yeah. Yeah, Sia says he, he says, um, why does it become smoother? Mm -hmm. Again, something that you may or may not have noticed. Sia mm -hmm. says before you ask questions at random, mm -hmm. but the questions are probably asked with an, an attitude of a slight resistance. Exactly. Very slight resistance. Yeah. And with the suggestion to ask, what do you want? You're actually just opening the door and being very direct yeah. with the mind about yeah. what it is that it wants versus the, you know what it is resisting. So there is more of a genuine desire to know the present exactly. moment. What do you want? 
and that that reduces the resistance. Because uh, yeah, because for I, before I was asking kind of like, oh well, um, let's look here, look, let's kind yeah. of without any good energy. Yeah. But yeah. then. then oh. when I ask this stuff, you know, I'm an engineer, so I, sometimes I look at drawings, like uh, big drawings, yeah. and you have this all these electrical circuits and stuff. Right. Before you start looking at drawing, you have this feeling like. Okay, let's now I have to, you know, get so this. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I realized I had exactly the same feeling when I asked that question. It's like, okay, <laughs> and I, I want to know this, you know. Yeah. And, and there was that feeling that, that made all the difference, I think. So. You want to know this. That's it. Yeah. That's the key. This quality, I could turn it off and on. It's like, <laughs> and, and, and it was—it it seemed so stupid because it was just a simple phrase. I was repeating it almost mechanically, like a robot, mm. but it worked. <laughs> and then every time I said it, just boom, you know, I came up, <laughs> and, and then I—I yeah. I fell back a little bit, and boom, um, you know, so yeah. it's <laughs> really <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> This is the, you know, using information to, and intelligence to help the practice. Mm. Yeah. It's such a small thing and it made a huge difference. Because wisdom, it, it strengthens the mind. You can yeah. feel that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I want I want to learn more about quest, asking questions. Oh, you don't need our coffee, you don't need our coffee. Yeah, you don't need our coffee. Yeah, you don't need our coffee. Yeah, he says the questions are never to get an answer. No, exactly. Yeah. The questions are to bring in. So the question you need to champion it. Yeah, sometimes mm -hmm. we, we ask a question and we think we hope to get an answer. Mm -hmm. And then greed is already in. Curiosity is not allowed. Yeah, all we want is that curiosity to come mm -hmm. in in the right way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so if I have aversion towards the situation, now maybe I'm having some negative thoughts and I'm. I'm can I just stop you just okay, quickly? Sure. Can yeah. I turn on the lights because yes. the yeah. background light is mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So if I for example if I have a version uh, towards the situation yeah. and um uh, uh, I have some negative feelings and they keep coming up and mm -hmm. so on. Mm -hmm. So would it be right then to ask why is the mind feeling aversion? Towards this situation, mm. Mm. would that be the correct or uh, something that way? That's not correct. No. Love your to. The cool 
It could be any question. Mm-hmm. What is important is the attitude that comes with the question. Mm-hmm. The water If there's something you really want to understand, mm-hmm. that desire to understand can ask the question. For example, what is anger? What is aversion? Mm-hmm. What is aversion? What is the aversion towards oh. really? Oh. Why? Fundamentally, what is the aversion towards? Mm. I kind of like to use the word mind because that that somehow helped me to get in the right place. I think. To say so, as a long time the word that I did, so to say that as in that, then it move money. Move that man look. Yes, it's right. Yeah, but says sometimes the mind understands certain words properly mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. right way. Mm-hmm. When the mind understands the word in the right way, when you use that word, you find it's always very effective and helpful. Mm-hmm. And the word might be different for different people, but if you found what's what, what works, yeah, my yeah, most of the time. People don't think of it as mine. They think mm. of it as my stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's yeah, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I have <clears throat> the question. Uh, I <clears throat> sometimes realize that there's aversion in my mind. And uh, when I'm aware of that, when I uh, am able to be aware of that, um, I <coughs> would like to investigate it. But in the moment I'm aware of it, it's <coughs> nearly gone or yeah. it's very weak. Okay. So I uh, have the feeling that I can then uh, mainly uh <coughs> investigate the leftovers or the strain which is left mm-hmm. in the mind and yeah. in the body. Yeah. But uh, the version itself seems to be uh, not very visible anymore mm. in that moment. Yeah. So I uh, thought about it's uh, it's sort of a pity. So I can't uh, investigate it. But you watch it completely. You keep watching <coughs> it. Um, in that, although that's just a little bit, you keep watching it continuously. Um, No, maybe uh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm thinking, aversive thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware, but mm-hmm. then I'm aware. I yes. imme- I, uh, suddenly I think, ah, okay, that's aversion. Right. And in this moment, <coughs> when uh, it, it's it's mainly gone or okay. totally gone. Okay. So, and whatever is left, do you watch it? Yes, yes. I can. I can. Uh, <coughs> I can investigate this. The, the leftover, the, the strain, as I uh, said before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. ยังไม่ยอมไว้ตัวตีจินเนี่ยตัวซ้อมซ้อมจินเนี่ยซ้อมซ้อมจี่อ่ะอัจฉริยะเลยเลยโหเลจ่ะโหเนเนโหคณะ
was easily, he was a dosa type, he got, got affected by things quite easily and he was depressed and all that. He says, but, you know, he would get hit by things and then he would have to watch those feelings, right? So, like, like you know, he gets annoyed by someone then he has to watch the feeling. He says, of course, he's skillful, so he'd watch it and it would decrease, it would go away, uh, but then it would happen again. Then he'd have to watch again and it would decrease. And then it would happen again, then he'd have to watch it and it would decrease. He would watch, he was like, after days and days and months and months, it was like enough already, you know? He's always too late. He's always having to watch after the fact. He's already hit, he's already, you know, uh, he's not prepared. So then he started thinking, what should I do? It's not enough to just be knowing after he's annoyed or, you know, whatever, um, and then watching and reducing it, but he hasn't learned anything that prevents it from happening. He just didn't want it to happen anymore. So he started becoming more mindful. So he's mindful all the time so that he can see ahead uh-huh. why it starts getting triggered. That took months to Really like Lama Yeah. So especially in life, yeah, because things are coming at us all the time. So we have to be aware with aware you know, ready with awareness all the time and then we learn the triggers. We we, we start to see the triggers before things happen. And mm-hmm. we learn lessons. You know, we still get triggered. We still have to, but, but now we are seeing a more complete story, a different kind of learning can start happening. Mm-hmm. Another question um, of understanding, um, it's, uh, <clears throat> uh, the, is it right that the mind can only uh, observe, uh, uh, can only be aware of one, uh, uh, one sense uh, object? object? It, or can it can it be aware of several objects at the same time? At the same yeah. time, in the same uh, amount. Yeah. Yeah. Do It just depends on the level of awareness you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some some levels of awareness you find you can't. Some levels of awareness you find you can. He says, this is an easy question. He says, can you um, know seeing and hearing at the same time? Can you know seeing and hearing at the same time? You're doing it right now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, meeting new people. You're meeting new Me- meeting new people there. Like the, um, the first day of a retreat, mm-hmm. or like today in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I feel anxiety coming on. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> He said, do you know why? And then he said, oh, he's not asking you the question that came up in his own mind <laughs> for himself. <laughs> do you know why? He said, it's so true when we meet new people. The mind, the mind is disturbed. The mind is not settled. <laughs> so carry on. <laughs> He'll tell us later. He'll keep us in suspense for now. <laughs>
I'm stunned in silence now. Oh, I'm not sure. 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 He he had he had paranoia when he was depressed, so he felt overwhelmed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hmm. uh, the detail, uh, I don't think you labor. So he says, use that. <laughs> that sense of anxiety, the feelings that accompany it. Use that as your object. Um, remember that it's not you. It's the mind <laughs> and <laughs> one of its manifestations. <laughs> what is it like? Just observing to understand um, the way this uh, emotion operates. But Seattle says the, the caveat is uh, don't watch the thoughts associated with it. Mm-hmm. Because when we give any attention to the thoughts, they'll be there. But if we give any attention to them, it's the thoughts that overwhelm us. Yeah, the feelings themselves we can we get so much, but the thoughts will exaggerate everything that we are experiencing. Anxiety is already a sign that the mind is thinking in the wrong way, and the wrong thinking, whatever it is, it's um, it's starting to make stories and exaggerate things about what we are doing. So what we so what do we do to mitigate the thinking, the power of the thinking? See, so we bring in right view. This is just a manifestation of the mind. This is what the mind is doing right now. And accepting this is happening right now and watch it. Watch the feelings. And what's important to remember is that when you're watching these feelings in this body, you're not watching the people outside anymore. Right? That's feeding less into the those concepts are feeding less into the thoughts. We're not paying attention to the thoughts. We're watching the feelings in this body, and that will slowly help to settle. So gra- gra- uh, grounding, so what, what you grounding Gra- the mind. Grounding the mind. Sicko. ground me Yes, yes. We need to ground the mind first. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh, the thing about um, noticing the object, it feels very simple when it's, this, when it's the five senses. When it comes to noticing the mind, it mm-hmm. feels very muddy. Doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's just so sticky mm-hmm. and it, it's so easy just to get caught and caught and caught and caught. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ดอร่างอาบาบุจิอ่ะมาสวยเว้ยเนี่ยแต่ไม่ใช่กุจิอ่ะมาสวยชั่วโนเว้ยเนี่ยกัดตะปะโอ้ไม่ไล่ปูอ
And so it's, it feels more rounded. It feels mm -hmm. more solid. When it comes to the mind, Sierra says, the mind doesn't have a, you know, ha have yeah, a place. Uh, it's, it has no shape, size, color, and all that. Um, and so we don't know how to see the mind as an object. But, you know, it's like when you have uh, thoughts, there is a concept associated with the mind, right? The story of the thought. And because our understanding of concepts is stronger, the mind then gets caught in the concept. Instead of being able to see the reality of the mind because it's so ah, subtle. Yeah, so this is sort of. You know, 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 you so we have to keep reminding ourselves that there is these concepts which are part of, you know, for example, in this thinking mind, they're the concepts. But we're reminding ourselves that we're trying to recognize the thinking mind, the mind, in the present moment, the mind, you know. <laughs> So to, to get a sense of it, Seattle says, you don't, first, don't look continuously at the mind. Because we don't have a sense of what it is, what you want to do is glance at it um, off and on, or alternately with whatever you usually use to ground yourself, like sensations of the body or whatever. And, um, and he says, and always remembering that it's not the story that you're watching, it's the mind. So just remembering that there's thinking mind, there's the thoughts, and then there's the mind. And although you might not see it, you just, if you can intellectually just place what you want to have your attention on, and then just notice this is the mind that's arising now, come back to the body. After that, the mind is arising, come back to the body. If you keep doing that, you'll begin to get a sense of it. So just by learning yes, what's thought and what is mind <laughs> happening now. Yeah. The more you experience it, the more the mind begins to tune in to what that sense of the mind being an object. Yeah. And when you finally get to the point that you know there's thinking and you know there's knowing, there's you, you know, awareness, you can see the awareness, you know the thinking, then you know you're clearly, you're in the clear, <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of know you. Yeah. So, uh, object, uh, knowing, knowing, awareness, ne, thinking, thoughts, he says there's objects and there's, sorry, there's awareness and there's objects. And then when you know these have two different natures, there's the knowing and the known, then it's always very clear that you know what the object is. And whatever you know as the object, that's reality, because yeah, awareness is that. May I ask something else? Mm -hmm. um, um, uh, most of my life I've been very self-conscious, mm. which is different from awareness. Yeah. And it, they can slide again, they can slide into each other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is there any way to... <laughs> work with the self-conscious being um, yeah <laughs> well, well self-conscious but they're all self-conscious self-conscious 
So you try not to work with it while you're in that state. You try to work with it before you get into that state. Yeah. So thinking and thinking. So in times when you're calm and collected and, and feeling fine, he says that you practice understanding, learning to understand that awareness is awareness, that feelings are just feelings. Thoughts are just thoughts. How are they related? So that you see all this as a, a, you know, an impersonal set of causes and conditions that are unfolding. And if you can understand this in, in times when you are more peaceful, then if you have more and more understanding, that understanding can come in and help you to be aware in that way when you are in times of crisis. in a way, he says to, to try and emphasize, to bring up or to, to bring to light the fact that this is not my mind. Seattle says, can you choose to have any emotion you want right away? Can you choose to be free of any emotion you are having right away? So could you call them your emotions? Do they belong to you? You have because if they, if they were yours, then you would be able to do anything to them. Right? 
Uh, upiav, upiav. Yeah. If, it, if, it, if, it, if it was mine, then if I say, be happy, it should be happy. If I say, go away, it should go away. It doesn't. ตัวนั้นเลยเนี่ยเนี่ยคอสิสแต่บริงเดอะเพรสเซนต์คอนดิชั่นอิตส์อะเลสินาบูอะเซนาบูมันนั่นเนี่ยนี่น่าเลยเ
how do I become mindful in that situation? We have to think about it, we have to practice, we have to try again, and again, you know, it becomes our project. Mm -hmm. Can I ask a question about um, interaction? Because that's something we don't really do very much here on the, <laughs> yes, on yes. the retreat. And of course, um, you know, you're thinking obviously about um, this, this uh, sympathy that comes when you're together with another person. Mm-hmm. Which means, to, I mean, I, uh, is one supposed to just understand this from an intellectual point of view, trying to understand how the other person feels? Or should one actually go into there, or try and feel with them, which is actually the meaning of sympathy. Mm. That's empathy, I thought. Yeah. Or empathy, if you were feeling, yeah. Sympathy is... Oh, well, never mind. I, I, suppose <laughs> my, I suppose my question is, is that there's this question of attraction and sharing experiences. Mm-hmm. And if one's looking at it from too much of an intellectual point of view, is there not a risk that one becomes a little detached? ตัวเมลูเรเนเซสันเนี่ยค่ะมาดีมาลูเรเนเซสันเนี่ยค่ะมาตัวเปียวเลยซิมเปติชิอ่ะเมลูเรเนเซสันเนี่ยค่ะม
So my, my question was also in terms of actually sharing experiences. Mm-hmm. So how do I say is, I mean, this, this idea of actually attuning yourself with another person, or is that something that one should always be watching, that one doesn't go too much towards the other? What do you mean well, by sharing experience? Well, I mean, trying to share the same, have the same, maybe, you know, have a, have a joined experience, if you like, or a connected experience. I don't know how to put it in a clearer way. Sorry, it sounds very, um, what you're saying sounds to me like, um, Like something, uh, can't find the right word for it. Uh, like something eclectic, or like you know what they have in some spiritual traditions, where they think that you know two people can connect and stuff like that. That's what it's sounding like to me. Is that what you mean or not? No, no, just something very straightforward, as in, <laughs> okay. you know, enjoying something together, or you know, having ha- having a, an a conversation. Inter- uh, having exactly. Okay. And a, and, a, and a conversation which. Is a constructive conversation, which is a, which builds on on each response, if you like. Right, right. So he says, he says you have to be ready to do that, and but the other person has to be ready as well. So I ready my pain to share with me. Yeah, if you're not if you're not ready, you can't share. Or you might be ready to share and the other person's not ready, then you might have yeah. And communication low nine low nine the tani tab says if you are mindful whenever you communicate, every time you communi- communicate, Sarah says the ability to communicate more and more smoothly becomes better and better. Mm-hmm. You become more skillful. process there are no magic formulas <laughs> experience learn from experience yeah and to learn from experience the most important element is awareness yeah he says you might have awareness um, you know might you might have uh, mindfulness samadhi you know steadiness of mind Wisdom, says, and another person does not have any of that. And you might find well, it totally, you might find it totally impossible to share your views with that person. Maybe that person has a lot of greed or aversion or delusion, and they can't understand what you're talking about. You can't share. So at this point is where your judgment has to come in, as into how far you go or how. Yeah. Since I'm not sure what I'm saying. 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 I'm
helpful. <laughs> 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 the morning group, at least four people said they found the lack of a schedule challenging. I find it quite comforting. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and um, when when I left um, when I left uh, Burma, uh, Saira, you said to me to to be aware of craving. Mm. And um, so um, just like a little example today, I. I had a, a very nice rest in the afternoon, mm. <laughs> and um, then I had a coffee just to sort of oh. wake myself up. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go for a sit now. But then I thought, oh, no, I'll go for a walk first of all to have a little bit more energy. And then I realised I was craving, especially on the virya, on the efforting side. I wanted more energy, and I realised that. So then I went in to the meditation hall and felt, you know, I'm feeling pretty relaxed and pretty comfortable. I have, I'm nervous and anxious like everybody else, but. But basically, I feel pretty settled already. And um, again, I just think the more I relax, the clearer everything is. And it's almost stepping back. But I know I don't do the stepping back from objects any longer. Um, so easy to relax, and so, um, when I'm sitting, I'm asking, where is the awareness? Is it outside? Is it inside? I'm trying to get um, an equality there. And when I asked, where is the mind? I said it was on holiday. <laughs> so that was very, and I, oh, and so I'm peaceful with. Pity and um, but keeping um, keeping trying to keep this bird's eye view, trying to mm. keep the awareness spacious. Mm. <coughs> and uh, yesterday there was quite a lot of jealousy and envy. Mm. And today there's and pride. And then today and I can watch this in the meditation as well as seeing it. In the meditation it, or in the sitting? In, well, in the sitting, okay. in the sitting, thank you. <laughs> in the sitting, I can see the the concepts and the sensations changing in the body. And the space in between when it turns from a defilement into sort of one of the Brahma Viharas and some differentiation within there and um, some colour occurring and temperature, quite a lot of temperature changing going on. Remember colour is just a concept. Yes, yes, I, I was very interested in this reality and concept. And also, I'm sort of trying to be aware of that, stay, uh, and then also with this 
When Saito said this morning that the sound is internal, the sound is inside. Because it's what hits your ear. Yes, yeah. So the sense doors, you know, the eye door, the hearing door, yeah. feels more like the body and mind door now, yeah. uh, beginning to... Uh, appear. Be, I'm aware of them more. Okay, so And my health is very good now, and I have my passport. So uh, last time I saw Saido, I wasn't well and didn't have a passport. And then I had an operation in Burma too. Wow, Burma But both very successful, and because I was very grateful to be in the meditation center, so I think I was quite, I was much calmer than I would be normally. Thank you. A lot of gratitude to that monk who sent you to the center, he said. I, yes, I do owe a lot of gratitude to many people. Yeah, <laughs> patience. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I was walking, it was more easy to keep up momentum because uh, grounding uh, to because I could uh, get grounded uh, in the body with mm. the walking with the steps and everything. But then, uh, um, um, on the other side, outside is very much to see, I uh, started to see very many things that uh, things the objects were changing very quickly mm, and so yeah. it kind of grew tense you know oh, like yeah, I yeah. should oh, follow the objects you don't follow the objects okay. never follow the objects step away just from the objects yeah. you know uh-huh. they're happening fast but you step away you uh-huh. just know you don't follow yeah. Okay. Don't fall. Don't fall. We, we get tired and tense oh. when we fall. Try to fall. It's very fast. Yeah, because so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like watching a train, Sierra yeah, says. You don't run with the train, you just step okay. away and the train is going by. You just watch. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then um, I have this moment where I could, uh, you know, just hear, just uh, feel. The sound was like inside, mm. just the hearing. But after that, it was still out, uh, outside. again outside, yeah. and mm. so the, the greed came in. And <laughs> wanted this uh, experience again. Yeah, what the chima at that or terima jalan did it. But you know, think a a bit bit yawa or a lot of people they want to hear my jalan. I go and see yeah. That's this thing I don't feel like concept yeah. is aware of. Just so you know for information, when you feel like you know the sound inside, it's when you are knowing the sound from in the mind. So you're knowing yeah. the mind and the mind is knowing the sound. So that's when okay. it feels like you're knowing it inside. Um, you can't make that happen. Okay? Yeah, just know that that's what's happening. Um, and when you pay attention to the concept, like where is the sound from or what is the sound, sound of a bird, sound in a tree, you know, once the mind goes to the concept, the distance comes in and then it feels okay. like it's from outside. So that's what the mind is doing. Yeah. But the, the mind's 
the mind always does this conceptualizing. That's the work of perception. Yeah. So perception is always doing this this conceptualizing. It knows where things are and all that, all this location and all. You can't stop that, Sierra says. But when the wisdom becomes strong enough, sometimes the wisdom knows the mind, and then you feel like things are experienced all inside. Yeah. And and remember what led because everything is a process, right? What led to the moment where you felt like everything was inside, and what led is that you weren't expecting it, right? All you did was simple practice, right? From the moment you arrived, you've been practicing for two days, and all you've been doing is mindful, 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 and it just comes when it does. Not because you're thinking about it. So remember that you're thinking about it is not going to come because that was not part of the process that led to it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Expectation doesn't allow any insight to arise. And I have a question. Is there a difference between just knowing and watching? <laughs> when you know continuously, he calls it. We say watching. <laughs> watching, you know. Yeah. Like watching TV, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This group is it's similar, it's this knowing, watching, and um, like a lot of a lot of what's been discussed, it's um, um, so this, this business of exploring the mind and its content and discerning and assessing, and um, because what I found most powerful, and it was a while ago, like a year ago from Sidos, is this nature, that you just, it's just nature arising, it's mm-hmm. just nature arising, nature arising. And I found, and my practice, it's um, more like <coughs> receptive, it's just receptive. Mm-hmm. And um, if I get, because the nature of the mind anyway, like mine will always, it's exploring, it's discerning, it's assessing, mm-hmm. it's evaluating. So, like even listening to questions here, I haven't felt that I've been actively exploring listening, but already it gives me, you know, a bit of a headache. Mm-hmm. And even going into a retreat situation, I think because of my history of being on retreat, self-view can get very strong and it's like a doing thing. So I have to be easy on... Like I sit a bit, I walk a bit, but when that gets like it's it's me and few and so I have to do things like deal with the mice by the van. <laughs> but is it because it sounds like what Sayo was saying? There's a lot of um, um, there's a lot of work to do in, in checking out your mind and what's going on and comparing and so it's the reset. Is receptivity enough? I find the receptivity. Um, if I start doing the rest, then self-view comes very strong. It's just mm-hmm. I get a bit of a headache. Yeah. Two of your longer technique. You see, Pia, they na two two. Na na ba ofo pita ba le so da da ba wa me. Eh, two a kung lechang bi tiyong me. Take bro. 
when the mind's habit is to assess discern and you know all that by itself you don't have to give the mind more of that to do. Then all the mind has to do is just be receptive and aware. Yeah. And when the mind is just aware, it receives all the information. You don't try to do any assessing and all that. Um, it'll happen on its own when it sees the process beginning. Not actively. Not actively. Just like receptivity is enough. Yeah, for, for you. For you, yeah. 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 only, uh, you know, he brings up all this stuff about um, investigating and stuff, but it's really for minds which are not naturally like that. You know, for minds that are naturally curious and uh, or uh, the yogis think that they shouldn't bring that into the practice. You know, so they've been holding it back. And so it's to sort of give them permission to do that naturally if the mind does. Um, but all you need, for those sort of minds that are curious and, and inquisitive, um, all you need to do is just be aware. The mind settles and then everything else happens. <laughs> so the personalities of people are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says the moment we do, we have the self view, very strong. So we can open up to anyone. Which just say what you just said again? Yeah. When we just the last thing when we do. When we do the self view, self view can become very strong. What do you mean by self view exactly? Identifying with what what you're doing, like I am doing this. Okay. I am trying. Thinking is me, the feeling is me, the wanting is me, you know, everything that's experienced is me, identifying. But it's actually just mind. It's mind is thinking, mind is feeling, mind is doing, mind is thinking, you know, whatever. But we are doing, I am thinking, I am feeling, I am, yeah. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. We make the good me, we make the bad me. <laughs> yes. I have a follow up question to your question. I didn't catch your name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. No names. Sorry. So, so the uh, the question was about what do you do when you have experiences like you said working on the computer, where you're completely sucked into the yeah. experience yeah. and you're so absorbed that you don't get out of it and. Uh, the answer was somehow to be prepared and to uh, uh, kind of practice ahead. practice ahead of time. But uh, my follow-up question is exactly how. So uh, 
I mean, Sayedo always emphasizes that what is important to change the causes and conditions. I'm not quite sure kind of which causes and conditions I can get a kind of a handle on in these uh, situations. The cause and condition is the awareness, is the is the developing of the habit of being aware whenever you use a, a technological gadget. <laughs> That's the condition that you're setting now. So it's, right. it's a process. You you're setting up a new condition, which is to be aware whenever no. you use these things. Becoming skillful at knowing how to always be at the mind door, recognizing the mind door, knowing the mind door is the object. The mind has so many functions. But if you know the mind door, then you know all these functions. Um, so now, becoming skillful at that, and then um, that it becomes a habit, that skillful, that, that skill at knowing that the mind is, um, the mind door becomes your habit, and also there's momentum. So you need all this. So, but to get to that point, you start with simple awareness. Just everyday plodding, plodding, plodding. Simple awareness until the mind gets to that, understands that. <laughs> so it's building a new habit for the mind. It's <laughs> we have to work at it. Yeah. You seem to be talking about doing it. So I was talking about doing it in a less pressured situation, so like doing it in a leisure situation where yes, do it so all the time. He says, right? <coughs> so you might lose it in the pressure situation, but you're always practicing the rest of the time, mm-hmm. to, so that it eventually filters into the pressure situation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not so much the pressure situation; it's the fact that uh, that a computer involves kind of. A lot of kind of thinking and our so that's why intellectual that ability and you have to be skillful at knowing the mind is doing it. So when you recognize the mind is doing it, the mind can still do it, and all there is is this little awareness that knows the mind is doing it. Mm-hmm. That's all. The mind doesn't interfere in the process of doing; it just knows. All it does is witness. using the computer is very fast. You know, the mind has to has to think, it has to understand, it has to respond, right? It has to do so many things. And the the, the level of awareness... <laughs> the level of awareness, understanding actually, that's needed to, to know that. You know, we need a lot of practice to build it up to that. And he says also looking and seeing. You know, he keeps saying we should be aware of looking and seeing. We use a computer, we look and see all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all these skills need to be 
Um, I've been, you know, practicing and sitting every day and, and coming on retreats for five or six years, and I, I just find that um, my mindfulness, no matter how hard I'm trying to practice, or not hard, but that's the wrong word, but you know, I'm, I'm making an effort to remember. And no matter what I do, even though I'm sitting every day, um, as much as I can given my schedule, schedule, there's a sort of just the mindfulness eventually just wanes and it gets to the point where I'm forgetting so much I basically give up because it's, it seems impossible to remember to be mindful all the time. And so then I come back on retreat and the cycle keeps going. Mm. And over time, you know, maybe the mindfulness, but you know, recently. I found that it's. I almost feel like I've gone back to square one, and I know I haven't because there've been lots of insights along the way. But yeah. you know what I mean. It feels yes. like the very fundamental principle is not sinking in, even though I'm making efforts to practice enough. Yeah. So, so you are making effort to be mindful all day long. Yeah, I'm making an effort, but. ในไทม์ในไทม์ตัวตั้งไหนตลอดตัวตัวอเฉยชี้ตลอดมาตัวไทม์ก็ตัวซ้ําเลยไทม์ในสระออกไปจากไทม์เออนั่นเราตัวด
the closer we get to the practice, like the more and more we do it, the more familiar we are with the practice, the more we understand its ins and outs. There's just a point to which Sierra says we kind of have to slog all the way up there. Uh, and then it will feel because you you know the momentum is built over years. When you reach that, it's hard to lose the momentum right away as well. So Okay, so you can go finish. And see you next time. Oh, okay, okay. Is that okay? Yes. Firstly, I'm loving the schedule. I love that it's my responsibility to take care of my practice. That's completely in my hands. It's a bit like a personal retreat, but for the whole companions.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.